What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast mini series uh, solo gaming updates. I am your host, Nathan Choquette, aka the Trophy Titan, coming to you on September. Oh, sounds weird to say September second, twenty twenty. Man, guys, time is going is going so crazy fast now. Um, we only have th- what is that? So counting this month we have a total of four more months left in this year that's pretty insane to, to just think about for a little bit there um but talking about the solo gaming updates as you guys may be aware if you've listened to a few of them so far um doing this every monday wednesday and friday i know today's um upload is going to be a little bit later on in the day but i was trying i was giving it the good old college try to really go through and finish up ghost of tsushima for you guys so i'd be able to to talk about that but i'm so close so so close i'm not quite there yet um man i don't even know how many hours i'm in currently all i know is that i'll probably need another and depending on how much more how many more story missions there are i may need another like i don't know five to ten hours something like that um but i'm at least probably at least like 50 or 60 hours in so far something like that it's been it's been it's been quite a ride guys there's a lot of a lot of crazy things going on at once been a few moments lately in some of the uh, main character stories that i've been going through that have gotten me a little choked up um just because seeing the way that these things were kind of wrapping up i don't think i was expecting some of them to kind of take the directions that they went and then of course there are some of the kind of um side missions um not the main character missions or the um sorry not the main missions or the main i guess like um yeah, I guess main character missions, is that what it was called last time? I don't remember. Um, but the kind of like side missions, the uh, Tales of Tsushima. Um, those ones, there's been a few of those where it's taken kind of a, a turn I wasn't expecting and been kind of surprised. But yeah, it's it's been it's been a crazy ride so far. Um, I can't wait to have it all finished so I can kind of talk with you guys about that a little bit more in depth. Um, but I'll probably make that its own specific episode because I don't want people to you know, freak out that I'm all of a sudden going into like spoiler territory without giving you guys the, a fair warning, you know. Um, so that may be this Friday. It may be next week, Monday. We'll kind of have to wait and see how that goes and everything there. But for now, let's start off with just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, one of the things I wanted to go back and correct from last time, um, I know that I was talking about, um, shoot, now the name's going to escape me. I'm going to have to do a correction for this correction. It's crazy. Um, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, right? So I was talking about how the original game, um, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, came out, and the studio that developed it, the name escaped me at the time, and I said it was Big Something, and I believe I ended up mixing together a couple different um, developer names in my head. So the actual name is 38 Studios. That was the name of the developer um, back in the day. And I kind of looked up the history thing again a little bit just to refresh myself, and yeah, it was a... Uh, bankruptcy kind of issue that happened there and then there was some like lawsuits on top of that that ended up kind of you know just making the whole situation more like dire and, and unfortunate for the the company as a whole at the time um there's some other things that we probably don't know all the details about there but i'm just going to kind of leave that for now um just because the main correction 38 studios that was the name um i think there's also big ben studios or been big ben interactive that's a different developer um, that works with, I think, um, Focus Home Interactive, the, the publisher there, on quite a few games. But that's just um, that's kind of where my wires got crossed a little bit there. 
I'm going straight back into Ghost of Tsushima, though, since that's been basically the only game I've been playing um, recently. I have, like I mentioned, I haven't started up um, the other ones that I talked about before, the Nexomon Extinction or some of the other new games that I got recently. There are some new um, Game Pass quests, I think. Yeah, I guess that's basically what they call them, Game Pass quests, that I've been doing for the rewards points. So I've started that since it's a new month. So I believe I'll probably, after I'm pretty much good with Ghost of Tsushima, I'm going to probably move over to the Xbox for just a bit in order to, you know, really knock out some of these, like, quests and things. And also there's some games on there that I've been wanting to try out. Um, Tell Me Why is one of them. That seems like it'll be an interesting kind of story. I've I've been hearing good things so far. And then I believe they are also releasing a... So it's a three-episode series by Don't Nod. And I believe they are going to be releasing an episode each week. So the first episode is out currently. I think the second one likely is coming out sometime this week, um, if not today, actually. And then the last episode will come out next week. So I think that should be an interesting one to check out because um, I really enjoyed the Life is Strange games. Um, So hopefully get to see a little bit of that in the time that I have with the Xbox. But all depends on how quickly I can finish, finish up Ghost of Tsushima. And just so you guys know, I'm not rushing through. I am progressing at i feel like a normal rate at which like i play these things but since i'm only focusing on that one game that's that's why i'm getting getting a lot of progress through it i would say i think the last time that i talked with you guys about this on i guess when i recorded it it would have been sunday but uh, monday's episode i think i was somewhere between 39 to 51 percent um done with the trophy list of that of that game and now, I believe, as of like a few hours ago, I am uh, 70% done. So, making progress and finally getting to the, the point where I'm kind of finishing up some of these long uh, main character quests. And let me tell you guys, there's a lot of crazy things going on, like I mentioned earlier. And I'm going to probably dive further into it when we talk uh, a little bit more spoiler territory on Ghost of Tsushima. But... Needless to say, I'm enjoying it quite a bit so far. I will say, um, so far, I have one more uh, main character mission, or main character tales, to finish up, and that one is Sensei Ishikawa's tale. So I have finished uh, Lady Masako's one, I finished uh, Norio's um, tale, I have finished Yuna's tale, and... I guess I'll count Kenji as well. Um, he's He's got like a shorter tail in there, but I finished up his one first, I believe. Um, but all of them have been really great so far. Like, I'm surprised how much I've been enjoying kind of wrapping all of these up. And I guess maybe it's not too surprising because I, I was enjoying the game originally. I think it's just because I was, you know, doing so much of the completion aspect. I was kind of losing sight of like, oh, you know, I'm playing this for like the story beats and whatnot you start to lose bits of the story as you're making your way through and doing all these different things for like completion's sake right but i think i only have i think one mission left on um sensei ishikawa's tale and then it's basically just main story missions i believe and possibly like a a handful of um side missions that i don't have like available on the map at the moment i haven't 
I think explored the entire map yet. I have noticed that when I complete, um, like completely liberate a part of the map, like I've done that for the first section of the map as well as the second section. So like the south and like the middle part of the island. And now I'm in the northern part of the island. And I've seen that when you completely liberate a section of the map, the parts that were, you know, covered by the, like the, the gaming term, uh, fog of war kind of thing, parts that you couldn't see before underneath that fog were, are now, you know, um, showing up on the map as if you had already crossed into that area. So the nice thing is that I don't necessarily need to kind of like manually run all over the place on the map in order to like get rid of that fog. But instead I can just go ahead and, you know, basically just do what I'm doing for the completion sake in terms of like liberating all these strongholds, taking down uh, Mongol territories. And then that will in itself kind of reveal the rest of the map if I am missing things. Um, I think I am only missing one haiku spot. Um, for people who are kind of familiar with the games, it's areas in nature within the game that you can sit down at and basically um, form your own, um, you know, poem like ha- Japanese poem haiku five seven five kind of structure, and you can kind of choose between different like options that they have when you're looking at different parts of the um, scene in front of you and then kind of make your own haiku based off of um, the choices that you that you make there and then it becomes the kind of the description of a like headband that you can then wear as like a cosmetic item within the game so really cool little things that they've kind of done with Ghost of Tsushima that I'm really enjoying there and along with that one haiku spot I believe I have one more um, shrine, the the fox shrines, to find and finish up as well. And I should be done with all the collectible type of things that require a trophy at least. Um, There are going to be a whole bunch of the kind of samurai banners. They call them um, sashimono banners. And a whole bunch of those that I haven't found, as well as um, several of the Mongol artifacts that I haven't found as well. And those ones luckily aren't required for the trophies um, on the way to the platinum trophy, so that's the only reason I haven't been, you know, tr- religiously trying to grab those things along the way. Um, whenever I do, like, find one in the, in the vicinity, I end up grabbing it. And or if the um, what is that traveler's attire that you can wear that kind of vibrates the controller when you get close to a artifact or some kind of collectible. Whenever that one is alerting me that I'm near something, I'll try to find it just because I, you know, I'm there and I and I know that it's by me. So I still try to grab those when I can. But if I'm not wearing the traveler's attire, which um, lately I have been switching to some of the different outfits, um, I think during the majority of the game I was wearing that stuff pretty much all the time so that I could find those different collectibles. But now that I have pretty much all the different outfits you can wear. I've been using, um, I think, mainly the Sakai armor, which is um, Jin's family armor, as well as the ghost armor, and then kind of switching between things for different situations, basically. But, yeah, and one more thing I want to uh, mention is, because I think the last time I talked about Ghost of Tsushima, the thing that was plaguing me, and maybe um, I'm trying to think if, if this is something I had thought about recently or if this is something that we've talked about in the last episode 
but the whole you know thing plaguing me of you know my reaction speed kind of being lower than what it used to be in terms of the uh, standoff standoff is that right yeah standoff mechanics um i have found that i've gotten back into the groove so i'm doing okay now i will still occasionally fail a standoff because of you know the the enemies are being a little tricky and stuff but i have gotten back into the groove of things so there was a trophy related to getting a um complete i guess a complete version of the standoff which is you have to upgrade um the sakai clan armor fully in order to allow the maximum number of enemies defeated within a standoff to be five and then you have to get that full five streak um in in one encounter basically so i did manage to get that i think right after i aired the episode where i was talking about how my reaction time was lowered so that was kind of a funny like ironic thing for myself <laughs> but yeah it's, it, things have been going going pretty pretty fine now i'm back in the groove I feel like I know that the enemies have still kind of been scaling as I've gotten further into the game, uh, even just moving from the second portion of, or I guess the, they call them kind of they call them different acts. So the second act, moving from there to the third act, I have noticed that in the second act, by the end of it, I was pretty much um, for I'll say for some of the weaker enemies like archers or the um, dagger-wielding Mongols that kind of throw, like, bombs and things. I was noticing that if I just ran up to them and did kind of a, a running slice, that it was a one-hit one kill kind of thing there. And in Act 3, it's now a two-hit kind of thing. So I have noticed that, yeah, people are still scaling, but I feel like I haven't been needing to heal myself quite as much and maybe it's just I'm getting, you know, more used to coming back to being um, the ghost and whatnot. So it's not quite as much of an issue where I'm, I guess I'm, I'm still learning a little bit of the, the combat mechanics and kind of the way that I want to like flow through enemies and stuff. And I feel like I've, I've reached the point now where I'm pretty solid in terms of like, okay, I don't need to, I don't need to worry about like dying every so often and stuff. Now I'm just kind of going through and making my way through the the bad guys and kind of taking down fools and things like that right <laughs> but yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun though i like i mentioned i should be done within the next like five to ten hours of gameplay hopefully um yeah and then hopefully that means by friday or monday i'll be able to kind of put up a spoiler cast for you guys and hopefully if people have not play through the game you guys will hold off on that episode and then you know make your way through it or you can listen to it anyways and then decide if you if it makes you want to go ahead and get the game yourself because it's a pretty it's a pretty good game so far i've been kind of thinking a little bit about like scoring wise where i would put the game at and so far i think where i'm currently at i want to say i'm sitting at around a eight five um, if i'm just doing like half steps kind of thing I think an 8.5 is about where I'm at currently out of 10. Depending on kind of how strong everything finishes up, that could either push it up a little bit further to like a 9 or a little bit further down to like an 8. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see kind of how everything shakes out and kind of where the, the end of the story goes from there. There was, I believe, one more thing that I wanted to mention, but at the moment... It's escaping me, and I can't think of what it was, because I got Ghost of Tsushima out of the way. 
I think, yeah, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm having a <laughs> crazy week with, like, quarantine brain and stuff. But, I mean, Ghost of, Shi- Ghost of Tsushima is basically all I've been playing. And I think the next thing that I'm going to move on to, it's tough because I want to go back to the Outer Worlds because that one I think is another one that I could really like get into and stuff. But I'm probably also going to jump into a few of the kind of smaller games that have like Platinums and stuff that I've got on the um, docket right now just because, you know, once once I get bumped up to 49, level 49 in trophies, I'll be totally fine with just grabbing like a few like pretty pretty quick platinums and stuff, and then who knows maybe maybe at some of those games it'll be there'll be a few you know pretty cool indie games inside there as well. There, I know generally the Rudalika games aren't quite amazing or kind of anywhere near that. There have been a few that have been gems, um, but I think there are some that I picked up. Um, not all of them Rudalika games published, but there are some that I picked up that seemingly have pretty easy platinum trophies, but also interesting um, stories as well. Uh, one of them, I believe, is called Breeder Homegrown or Homegrown Breeder. It might be backwards. I'm not sure. Um, but that one seems like it's a kind of interesting. Um, I'm still not sure if it's 8-bit or not. I want to say 8-bit. kind of like horror dialogue heavy game um that one sounds a little bit interesting it's like you are i believe going through kind of this story where i think they, they said that the story is only like anywhere from like 45 minutes to a few hours long depending on kind of how far you're exploring within like the the levels itself but you're kind of apparently talking with this like alien that you're kind of raising throughout like your family history and stuff and I'm, I'm interested to see what it's all about because it's it sounds intriguing and that was one of the reasons I got it so we'll, we'll see how that kind of goes there um, along with that I think I'm probably going to jump into I think at least a couple of Radalika games just to kind of uh, see which ones I'm missing out on and kind of see what kind of what kind of trophies they got for me you know because <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta get some of these things done um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I've got going on for me right now. Um, oh, there it is. Okay. I, I got, I got it. I got it back guys. I got the thing I was worried about and, or that I was going to forget. So I did something recently that I had feel like I almost never do, um, when it comes to new games. So originally I think I want to say sometime last year, um, when the announcements for Marvel's Avengers, uh, the video game, came out, and I think there was the there was the first announcement where they had the the trailer where the Avengers are kind of fighting on the Golden Gate Bridge, right in San Francisco. They had that trailer, and that one at the time I was kind of like, okay, that's cool, like it's it's interesting, but I don't know if I'm really like super sold on it yet. Um, but I think at the time, Amazon was starting to do this thing where um, they're still doing it with certain games because we're now getting close to the PS5's release. But um, they have started doing a thing where certain games they will discount for uh, about like $10, $10 generally. And at the time, I was like, oh, man, well, if, if this is discounted, and this was back before I knew that they were going to be kind of changing over to that new... Um, system and stuff with ps5 games coming out and whatnot 
But I was like, okay, well, if if this is going to be $10 off, I may as well put this on pre-order so that I can, you know, get it for a little bit cheaper um, and then play it at launch and stuff, right? And at the time, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a little, like, so-so in terms of this, this Avengers thing. It seems cool. I'd like to play as uh, the, the different Avengers, but we'll kind of see how things are going. And there's, a, there's quite a ways before um, it was going to be releasing, right? Then another trailer ended up happening, I think maybe like a few months down the line. And that was the one where you really got to see the uh, main character in the single player story, uh, Kamala Khan. She plays, um, I believe it's Miss Marvel. Um, I'm, I'm not the biggest like comic book person, so I don't entirely know all the different um, characters and stuff. I only really know like what's, what's what from generally the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. But... In terms of the the story, so they started showing Kamala Khan, and I was really digging her being the main character for this um, this scene and kind of what they were setting up. It reminded me, I feel like, a lot of um, Watch Dogs two in terms of like you know some kind of like big bad um, corporation is starting to to run things around around town and stuff, and you're kind of being the the underdog that is you know trying to trying to fix things right. Um, and this is with the backdrop of the whole like catastrophe that happened during the um, first trailer that came out with the um, what's called Golden Gate Bridge fight and kind of subsequent, I guess, annihilation of the city that they were in. But um, so I, after the second trailer, I was I was feeling the game a little bit more. So I was I was excited about doing all this stuff. Right now, fast forward to basically um, last weekend, I believe. Last weekend, is that right? Yeah, I believe last weekend. Fast forward to then. Now we're in 2020, right? And, you know, pandemic's happening. Got a a whole lot of games to play in the backlog still. Um, And then Avengers coming out in basically a few days now. It'll be coming out on Friday, I believe, when you guys hear the next episode. Um, But fast forward to there, right? Um, Or, sorry, going, going, going back a little bit from current day over to last weekend when the beta the public beta was available for people if you wanted to try out marvel's avengers um so i went and tried that out and playing through i i know that i remembered there was it was going to be available and then because we were doing quite a bit of things on that specific weekend and the beta was only really running for weekend for um, public access I was a little bummed that I wasn't able to get through much of the beta, but the very beginning part of the beta, they have you playing as Hulk, right? Bruce Banner. And I gotta say, when I was playing the beta, it made me realize that I'm not totally sold on this Avengers game yet. Um, It was just kind of the way that the Hulk felt to play. It didn't feel great. There was also a section where... You got to play some of the, um, actually, some of, yeah, some of that mission where in the very beginning of the first trailer, right, where you're on the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff, and you're playing as all these different heroes. So you played, you start out playing as Thor, then you get moved, I believe, to Iron Man, and then Hulk, and then I think Black Widow, I think, was the last one, or no, second to last one. I think, um, yeah, because you, you, you play as Captain America somewhere in there as well. But you get to play as basically all five of the main Avengers, right? And playing as them as well, I got to say that playing as Thor was was okay, right? Um, I think moving from there to Iron Man, I had real big issues because his 
controls didn't feel right at all. Um, partly, I want to say it's because when he first like entered the scene and stuff, he's he's flying, and you really just kind of like control where his body's going, and you're trying to lock on to these you know other people that are flying ahead of you, and trying to do those two things at once. Maybe it was just it was breaking my brain a little bit, but. Or it was like similar to just you know kind of playing like a, a fighter jet game a little bit where you're you're trying to target a moving target and whatnot right, but trying to do that those two things at the same time when I'm not used to playing those types of games, it didn't feel great and it was just like okay like I don't really like how this is controlling. Hopefully this isn't like what Iron Man's gonna feel like in general. And then we got to finally like a a standstill where I was now kind of fighting enemies in an area. And even then, I was just like, Iron Man doesn't feel great to, to play as, you know? Then we go went and played as the Hulk, and then there I was just like, okay, like, Hulk kind of feels, like, he feels slow, makes sense, he's the Hulk, right? Um, he's this big, big dude. And then going from there, kind of hopping around, I was like, okay, cool, I like the way he can kind of, like, traverse areas. It doesn't feel, like, super accurate, it kind of just feels like I am gravitating towards, like, specific parts of like the walls and things when I'm grabbing onto to sections and kind of jumping between them and then actually like fighting enemies I was like he feels like he's a little weaker than I would expect the Hulk to be if that makes sense I mean I think of the Hulk as being like you know I'm gonna Hulk smash like one dude in one punch kind of thing right but it's taken like multiple hits just like it was taking multiple hits to as Thor and I think that's kind of the tough part in terms of these types of games is like you you are superheroes but I guess you got to make it as if the enemies are a little bit tough that you're fighting against so it's a weird kind of balancing thing that I think in my head it's just not matching up quite right or matching up as to like how I would expect it right um and then going forward to Black Widow that was actually where or Black Widow and Captain America those two I was actually feeling in terms of like oh yeah this feels real good to play as these guys and maybe that's just because in my head there's no longer that disconnect in terms of like oh it doesn't make sense why it's taking so many hits to take down these bad guys right um so their their parts i was really into um and then there was the next mission where you are playing pretty strictly as the hulk and maybe it's just because you're playing as the hulk and he is very like slow and kind of um you know uh, inaccurate in terms of like where his like hits are going and stuff but I really wasn't enjoying my time in the beta um, during those those beginning missions that I was playing. And by the end of those missions, I was like, you know, I don't know if I can justify, you know, picking this game up right away as soon as it launches. So, you know, now now we're now we're full circle onto what originally brought this conversation up is that um, normally I just I have a pre-order and I end up just letting it go through so that I can play it and try it out for myself, right? But after trying the beta, I was like, you know, I don't think I can actually keep like going through with what my what I'm going to actually be playing because I don't feel confident that I'm going to enjoy the game after getting it, even if it's like brand new and, and sparkly and shiny. Right. So I ended up canceling the pre-order, I believe, yesterday, and which is a little bit a little bit weird because I almost it at the time when I was trying to cancel it and stuff and the app on Amazon was screwing up a little bit. So I was almost like, Oh, maybe this is, maybe this is telling me to just keep it for now. Um, but I ended up canceling it. So I won't be playing it at launch. I am going to have to wait and see how, you know, things shake out and stuff. Um, from what I've been hearing today, 
a little bit. It sounds like people are actually enjoying the the game a decent amount. Um, I'm not sure where that ranks out in terms of like scores that people would give them and stuff. It sounds like people are enjoying it. I don't think I'm hearing people be saying that like, oh my gosh, this is one of the greatest games of the year kind of thing. And I would be pretty shocked if that was the case. But um, it's it's good at least to hear that it's doing pretty decently in terms of like how people are liking it. Um, I'm curious to see kind of the scores as, as they start to drop closer to Friday. And, you know, maybe I'll regret, you know, canceling the pre-order. Maybe I'll be okay with it. But I think either way, I'll be interested to kind of see how things turn out. And hopefully it's, it's you know, favorable for, for the game itself because... I do, I do want Crystal Dynamics to, to do well with this release and whatnot. And hopefully it just means that it'll be something I'll be excited to pick up um, later on in the holiday season. And we'll have to wait and find out. Because I think one of the other things is the game, it sounds like people are enjoying the single player stuff. But um, I have been hearing some people say that, you know, if if you are just playing it for the single player, we're not sure if it's if it's maybe worth it to pick it up right away. Which is, I think, what I probably would agree with at the moment as well. Um, just from kind of playing the playing what I played in the beta and kind of hearing what people are talking about. But if you are looking forward to, you know, playing with a group of friends and stuff and everyone picking different heroes, I think that's where it becomes more of a like, yeah, totally get this on day one kind of thing because you'll probably enjoy it um, no matter what. Um, so since I don't have a group of people that I'm looking to go and um, play as the Avengers with, I think for now I'm just going to kind of hold off on that maybe um, check out the the next pre-order that I have because I think that one should be coming out in October. I have um, Watch Dogs Legion pre-ordered and that one I don't think there's going to... I wouldn't I, I wouldn't expect there to be a beta or anything like that for that because it's not the type of game it is. But that one I am pretty excited about and hopefully we'll have good things to say come October. Uh, man, only, only a month away? That's crazy, guys. Super crazy. But... Uh, what do you guys think? If you guys have any thoughts on, if you guys played the the Avengers beta, uh, let me know. Let me know how you guys felt about all that. Um, I will go ahead and read that on my own time, and yeah, hopefully we'll have we'll have some people that are playing the the game as soon as it launches and stuff. And you guys can let let us know or let me know. Cause I'm not sure if Michael's reading things and stuff. Um, you, if you guys let me know how you like it, then yeah, we'll we'll kind of talk everything through there. And maybe I'll end up getting it again anyways and just paying full price for it. <laughs> Who knows, guys? Who knows? But thanks for, again for all the support, you guys. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to um, write in. You can find me on Twitter at Indie Ronin. Um, you can find me on the PSN, Indie Ronin. You can find our email account. It's um, in the description. But if you guys um, just listen to it here, brosandconsoles at gmail.com. And, and all these different things I say are always in the description as well. If you guys ever ever need to feel like you have to go back and stuff, don't worry about it. Just look in the description. It's easy right there. You know, also while you're looking in there, just um, let me know how we're, how we're doing and stuff. Let me know how you guys like these um, mini episodes that we've got going on here. The, the quarantine editions, right? <laughs> um, until next time, I will see you guys in a couple days on Friday. I will try to have it out at least like maybe like midday. Again, like no, no guarantees because I am trying to like finish up Ghosts and then hopefully be able to talk about it then. But ideally, I would like to get these things out um, around like midday for these episodes and stuff. So I'll try to be a little bit better about that, guys and gals. 
So my apologies. I'm still working out the kinks, but thanks for all the support, you guys, and look forward to podcasting for you guys in a couple days. Until then, make sure you guys are staying healthy, take care of yourselves, and see you pretty soon. Peace.